0: You're listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own 5, tents, 7 backpacks and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Saran Fiennes, is, There is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Um, today, I'm joined by Chase and Brandon. What, what? No. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Greg. And we're here in the uh, Gear 30 lounge of our store in Ogden, Utah. And um, so you might hear some some sounds in the background. It's just customer Shoppers. shopping. And yeah,
1: it's good. Yep. Buying gear. Good sounds. Gear sounds. Gear sounds. Yeah. yeah.
0: You can buy that.
1: Uh, it's a separate track. You have to purchase. Yeah, it's just carabiners clinking and tents closing up and backpacks zipping open. Yeah. Just a small subscription fee and you can get all the gear sounds you want. I don't know. That might be, that might be a large subscription fee because I think
0: people might pay a lot of money to hear that. That's oh yeah, yeah, That's true. <laughs> so last, <clears throat> sorry, last week we were talking, Chase and I were talking actually after the podcast was over. Which I missed this whole
1: conversation. So I'm curious about. What, what were you talking about?
0: Yeah. So we were just talking about like backpacking, backpacking of clothing, clothing systems, and stuff like that. Shocker.
1: We were talking about
0: <laughs> gear, gear and the outer backpackers. Uh, Off kind of, air. It's, <laughs> Off air. You it's, weren't forced to talk about we, it. Yeah, I wasn't no. Forced. It's a lifestyle. We just, you know, it's, it's a hard lifestyle, but it's one that we're <laughs> super hard. We've embraced. So Chase asked me so you're looking at buying. A down jacket for backpacking, right? Yeah. Yeah,
2: the Arcteric Serum S L. Okay. Yeah.
0: And so what I'm trying to remember so you asked me what I thought of that that jacket for backpacking or something along those lines because yeah. you're thinking about buying it have you bought that one yet yeah i did i actually bought it <laughs> he waited like week. 15 minutes and then pulled the trigger <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah i, was pretty, I woke we went up upstairs that after the podcast he's like whoop well, i got it <laughs>
0: <laughs> i did yeah. my very best to talk you out of it but i guess you were just sold already yeah, i mean
2: yeah i kind of did Not, you really try to talk no, about it oh, no okay.
0: I, I i love that jacket so i have the vest version and so, what we were talking about was, um, is that, is that a good jacket for backpacking? Is it warm enough? Is it too warm or whatever? And I've got the vest, and my experience with it is that the vest is not that warm. What temperature rating is it? Oh gosh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, background story. Real question, Chase. Go, go for it.
2: So we're up at a, a gear festival this last weekend, and Adventure Gear Fest, there, Snowbird. Yep. And a customer put on a vest and asked me, what's the temperature rating on this vest? And I kind of looked at Brandon and thought, well, it doesn't have sleeves.
1: (laughs) It's not going to keep you that warm. Uh, (laughs) So I get where she was coming from. (laughs) Yeah. But the variables are <laughs> so large. You're like probably don't want to wear it when it's 90 plus. Um, but, but if maybe if you're soaking wet, I don't know. Like she's like when, keep, when is how how low is it going to
2: keep
0: me warm? Like, uh, that yep. depends what you're wearing over on the, the top on, of yeah, it, yeah, or under under it, it or underneath it. what are your sleeves? Consisting are you of? are you walking? Are you sitting? Are you is the wind blowing?
2: Yeah, that was an interesting <laughs> question. How'd you answer it? Um. I said, well, there's no temperature rating on this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but it's not the warmest vest that we sell. How, how to
1: stump a chase. <laughs> you got me. Let's go about temperature ratings of vests. <laughs> yeah, I can't what? can't supply those answers.
0: So the temperature rating of the Cerium S- SL vest um, is not that warm. Um, <laughs> okay. So really, so what I found... So I got the S MSL vest as a gift, um, a, a birthday gift, and I wanted, I wanted a vest that I could take backpacking because, um, here in Utah in the summer, it's rarely gets super cold only when, you know, you get a storm front that comes through and it can drop snow in the middle of the summer in the mountains here. But that rarely happens. Usually temperatures get down to the mid, mid to upper forties, maybe the maybe the high thirties to low forties at the coldest usually. And that's warm enough for a vest. Um, if you're at least for the type of backpacking that I like to do, if it gets colder than that, then I just climb in my sleeping bag. But I got the Cerium SL vest as a gift. And that one is so light. And, and that's so, Arcteryx. That's Arcteryx. Um, that one's so light and so thin that I find it. Um, I love how light it is, how small it packs and everything, but I mean, it's probably about as warm as if you had a a fleece vest on or something underneath the jacket. It's just, it's not that warm. And I find that that vest on its own, maybe underneath a rain jacket or something when I'm backpacking, it's great if I'm moving and kind of active, but if I'm sitting around camp, I get too cold. And so the Sirium SL jacket, That is quite a bit warmer. Obviously it has sleeves. It helps seal the heat in better. Um, but so as my, my question for chase was what are you going to, what type of backpacking are you using it for? Um, are you going to be through hiking? Are you doing long, long miles every day? You hiking all day. Or are you going to be hiking in and sitting around camp with your friends and just chit chatting and.
2: You know, as much as I'd like to say, I'm going to be doing tons of through hiking. (laughs) That's not the case. (laughs) So most of it's, I mean, max 15 miles a day. We'll have some time to chill at camp. Um, Not not pushing it super hard on the majority of my backpacking trips, but still want to go as lightweight as I can because I do not like carrying weight that I don't have to carry.
0: Sure. So when I was a teenager and in my early adult years, I did a lot of through hiking and a lot of long mile days and stuff. And so when I'd go backpacking, we'd start hiking at like seven in the morning, we'd, I'd make my breakfast pretty much laying in my sleeping bag, just in the vestibule of my tent. When I was done with breakfast, I'd climb out of my sleeping bag, pack up and hit the trail, then I'd hike all day, stop for lunch, eat a long lunch, hike until dinner time, until the sun was almost down stop, set up camp, make dinner in my tent and go to sleep. So in that case, you really don't need that warm of a jacket for around camp because you're either- You're on the move. You're on your on the move or you're in your sleeping bag. So I got away with just a real light. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the Marmot dry climb wind shirt back in the day. Yep, that's a great jacket. That was a great mm-hmm. jacket. In fact, I think I've had four or five over the years. The first one I had was the best one they ever made in my opinion. I think that their quality went down. Does Rab time. have
1: one that's similar to that now?
0: Yeah, it's called the Vaporize, and I mm. think the Vaporize is probably the better um, active piece, but it doesn't block the wind quite as well. So, anyway, but I love that dry climb windshirt, and that was my insulating layer for most of my backpacking because on a cold day I could hike comfortably in it. On a warm day, it was just enough warmth to keep me warm in, in camp when the sun goes down and stuff. And when I was through hiking and doing a lot of that type of stuff, I just—if I was stopped and it was really cold—I was in my sleeping bag anyway, so I could get away with a lot less. Now I take my kids backpacking, and we do a lot more sitting around camp. Yeah, we don't hike as hard, we don't hike as fast. Um, That's not what I heard. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: Yes, I, I'm kind of rough on my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. you kidding. <laughs>
0: um, but so now I take a full on down jacket. I take the yeah. Arcteryx cerium uh LT. And I find that that's just perfect for pretty much what I do. Because, you know, when it's cold and we're sitting around camp and not moving much, it's warm enough. Yeah. I don't. It's not too warm. It's still pretty light. Still packs pretty small, Um, but that's my jacket of choice for that type of backpacking. So I guess for people listening, if you're looking at, at buying some, like a down jacket or something light, a light warm insulating layer for backpacking, you need to consider what type of backpacking are you doing? You sitting around and chilling with friends? How cold is the weather? Um, Are you hiking all day and going to be in your tent? When it's cold and also
1: down versus synthetic is interesting. I really like using synthetic in the backcountry um, for the, the, the obvious properties of if it gets wet, right. um, and it'll still, and, but it just seems like they're great pieces for movement, you know, yeah. if you're hiking around. So, um, if you're, yeah, it's, it's funny. If you plan to chill in your camp, then down's the way to go. But if you're planning to be on the move, a light synthetic insulated piece would be my go-to.
0: Sure. And there's, um, with that said, I think I remember one of your favorite jackets was that Rab Xenon jacket. Yeah. That thing's amazing. Pretty much the same weight as like an Arcteric cerium, pretty close to the same warmth, (laughs) but you got that weather protection, that additional, um, water resistance, I guess, from the And you know what
1: jacket really surprised me? Uh, I don't think we sell them anymore. It was the North Face Thermal Ball. (laughs) It it performed much better than the price tag. Yeah. I mean, it's a great jacket. It is. Yeah.
0: You know, and that's a jacket because of the way it's quilted. Um, You don't overheat in it. As readily as you would in, like, a Rab Xenon. It's not mm-hmm. as warm as a Xenon mm-hmm. for the weight, but it's probably a more versatile jacket. You just you don't overheat, but it's still. I used warm. it
1: as a, a snowboarding, like my outer layer. Snowboarding huh. on a night and on not a cold day, you know. Right. Um, and then just as uh, hiking in early morning hikes. So, like, talk about versatility. If you can find yourself a good uh, mid-weight synthetic jacket, I feel like and that's your jack pretty much that's your go-to in the shoulder seasons and most of the winter from the car to the office or your work site like that jacket might get used more than anything else in your closet because the heavy downs you don't pull out as much right the lightweight windbreakers you don't pull out as much but that mid-weight synthetic tends to be the most used what was the one from Arc'teryx that was super popular that was it's like you just wore it to what like Half of the year, it seems like. Right. Just <laughs> That's like, yeah.
2: out of all the essential pieces in Arcteryx's line, I think that is the essential piece that you get your money out of, for sure. Yeah. It pays for
1: itself. I have... Um, that was an awesomely loud ding. Yeah. <laughs> My guy was like, that, was that, that came from your pocket? Or what? <laughs> was that mine? <laughs> I don't know. Well, mine's on vibrate. But oh, yeah, yeah, it was same. mine.
0: <laughs> No, it wasn't. Mine was on silent. Oh, that probably came from my computer. Computer. Too many technology pieces
2: around right now.
0: Yeah. So, um, speaking of that, so the Atom LT has always been my favorite go-to piece for everyday use. Yeah. I would still, you know, I've used it backpacking, use it as a layering piece, skiing, and stuff like that. But a couple years ago, I got a new piece that has pretty much replaced the Atom LT as my everything piece and that's the i know what he's going to say it, right I, don't here. Know, he, I don't know i don't know you, you have the piece. same one and it's your favorite <laughs> yeah. piece is it Rab? it's a
1: it's yep. yeah the alpha direct yeah. the alpha direct yeah uh, i don't own it yet yeah oh man Shame that's an amazing you. piece so
0: so where like the xenon and the thermal ball and stuff those are jackets that i would hesitate personally to hike in because i'd start sweating and i might get mm-hmm. too warm and stuff that Alpha Direct breathes so well. It's so is it amazing. still
1: the best on the market? Is there anything else that they've
2: well, come out with since? When it comes down to like the al- actual Alpha material, I think that's my favorite piece on the market. Um, as far as construction, comfort, durability, a lot of other companies have started using the same Alpha membrane. But from my experience, theirs is like the best built it has the best fit and cut than any other one out, out there. It's a little heavier than some of the other ones, but... Yeah,
0: I would agree. So, RAB makes a few different pieces or has, over the years, made a few different pieces with that Alpha insulation. So, Alpha is polar Tech. I think that's their kind of active insulation. And it's a little heavier than, like, Primaloft or Coreloft, what Arc'teryx uses, but it breathes so much better. So, they've they made the Alpha Direct, and that's kind of their warmest most weather resistant active insulation piece from rab. They also made an alpha pullover, which didn't have, uh, like a wind resistant outer layer. So it'd just be a really good active layering piece. Probably not as much of a standalone piece, but that one was designed to be like, a you know, cold weather, running cold weather, high activity type layer. But yeah, that alpha direct that's my favorite piece and I don't, it's it's not a piece that i take backpacking it's okay, a little so, heavy
1: so oh, it's too heavy
0: it's a little on the heavier side it's probably four four ounces heavier than like a like a cerium probably not quite as warm as a cerium but the cerium comfortable for sitting around camp i wouldn't hike in it get way too warm the alpha direct it's it's got such a wide comfort range for example i used to take my dog out um just hiking on the trails, just on this flat rolling trail near my house, um, a couple years ago. And I would take, I would wear the Adam LT hiking and I would hike. And for about the first 15 or 20 minutes, I'd hike with the hood on the jacket zipped up my hands in the pocket. And then after about 15 minutes or so I'd warm up and I'd take the hood off and I'd unzip the jacket a little bit. And then, you know, 30 minutes in the jacket was all the way unzipped and that's how I manage my temperature with that, with the alpha direct, I would start out with hood on jacket zipped up and everything. I was just as warm, probably actually more comfortable. And I'd hike for 30 or 40 minutes without adjusting anything. And I was completely comfortable. That's wild. I just like, I didn't need to adjust anything cause it breathed so well and it managed that temperature so well. And, um, I find myself, that's a jacket that I would go ski touring in. If it was a really cold day. Um, in fact, one of our friends, James, he, uh, he lives up in the Tetons. He was saying that he went and hiked from the end of the road by his house to the top of like table rock or something in the Tetons and skied down all in the same jacket well wow. without having to strip a layer or anything like that so that's pretty amazing
2: it's breathable it's super warm too really warm on those cold days that you're not moving a ton it doesn't look like it's that warm it's, oh it is it, it packs really a punch. it's pretty
1: th- it's not super thick it's, yeah i
2: i'll even use it like at the resort when i'm skiing um on a really, really cold day i'll put that underneath my shell and on the lift the chairlift like Keeps me super warm. Child can stop for 15 minutes. Wind blowing, it still keeps me really, really warm. But it also breathes really well on those those warmer days.
0: Yeah, it's an amazing jacket. I, huh. I'm surprised how warm it is, and yet I don't overheat in it very, very much. I mean, it's got to get pretty warm for me to overheat
1: in it. But you maybe, but that's not your go-to th- that you pack for
0: backpacking. That's not because it's, it's it's a little Too on hungry. the heavy yeah. side. Now. It's a go-to piece during the winter yeah, as like a hiking piece or a piece that I would use um, on a Snow winter trip shooting, because I touring. just, yeah, you use it for everything. But I would still have, I, I look at a, I still have a real lightweight down jacket or a lightweight synthetic insulation, Primlov jacket or something as my warm around camp piece.
1: So then what about shells? for because that's the you got the warm player down but shells for for backpacking to stay dry in and it not being a like uh, uh, something clammy because it's you know it's such rain. a like really you want to keep what's well, well and it's it so depends uh, I went backpacking with this swede once and it was like his first time in the United States and we were in the Uintas and he before we before we, he knew it was gonna rain so he went to the store and bought a poncho and he was in shorts <laughs> a t-shirt cotton and a poncho <laughs> smiling like it was the greatest day of his life and I was in full rain, <laughs> like rain attire rain pants and because it was kind of I thought it was cool you don't see your breath you know and raining and we're hiking for and, and he could care less that was
0: just his <laughs> Make them a little tougher up there. I yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm like,
1: man, whatever what <laughs> they steed. do in, in Sweden? But you know, yeah, he's. I'm sure that's not the case for everyone, but it completely depends again on who, on you, and who you are. Right. And of course, I, I like having a lightweight rain jacket, but is you know, do you carry a full Gore-Tex, um, their their biggest line hard shell for just backpacking?
0: So I, I don't.
1: I don't either. Yeah.
0: Now. It totally depends on what the weather forecast is looking like. So if I'm backpacking by myself, I rarely take rain pants. If I'm backpacking with my family and there's a forecast that says rain, I do take rain pants. So if I'm by myself, I'm fine. If my pants get wet or whatever, if I'm hiking and stuff like that, I can, I can stay warm. I'll take my pants off and climb in a sleeping bag when I get into camp to warm up. But if I'm with my family, I'm hiking a lot slower. I don't stay as warm as stuff. So I take rain pants. Same with my jacket. If the forecast is rain and I'm with my family, I know I'm gonna be standing around in the rain a lot more. Um, I'm not gonna be staying as warm and stuff. So I take a Gore-Tex jacket usually. Gore-Tex doesn't breathe as well, but it is, does keep the water out a little better, keeps the heat in a little bit more. So I take a lightweight Arcteryx Gore-Tex jacket, the Alpha the Alpha AR, I think is what it's called these days. It used to be the Alpha LT. And it's they still
1: like, make the pack light? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I was, we were on a, up above tree line in a hailstorm and I had a pro shell on and my friend had a pack light on and he, he was complaining like, cause the hail hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and so that Gore-Tex P and on that pro shell, it just bounced off like, a, yeah, it's like th- you literally had a shell on your face fabric. Yeah. And- it just, I'm like, well, that sucks for you, dude. Cause I can't <laughs> feel any, I can't feel it at all but it's heavy. That's right. a that's a, a pro shell jacket is a heavy it's jacket. It's a burly jacket mm-hmm. usually.
0: Yeah. yeah, and it's usually with jackets that use that pro shell membrane, they use a thicker heavy duty face fabric on it cuz it's meant to be used and abused for years. And so, yeah, you do get that extra protection. Um, the jacket that I that I also love, um, that's really my go-to rain jacket for most summer backpacking, especially here in Utah where it's if we get rain it's usually for an hour or two in the afternoon and that's it is the Rab Kinetic Plus and i would say Chase is going to say the same thing yep that's my go to yeah, yeah. Sure. so it's it's, it's now an, mine as well <laughs> <laughs> look at that <laughs> yeah. i have i have a couple other rain jackets that are lighter weight than that one but that one breathes so well and is so comfortable and again such a wide stretchy comfort range stretchy. yeah that that's my go to jacket and i've got I've got one from Mountain Equipment called the Hyper Oh hyper, they made, hyper speed? They they made one that was a pullover that was called like their hyper smock or something like that. But mine is the full zip jacket version, but it's like three and a half ounces or something ridiculous. That's heavy. It packs up to like yeah. the size of an egg or something. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um and so if the weather the size if, of a pea, I'm pretty, sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the size of a pea. Yeah. It's really kind of difficult to keep track of it. Cause it's so small. Um, but I put that pea jacket, <laughs> but really it's like, kind of, I lose it all the time. Cause it's so packs up so small. I take that if the weather forecast is no rain, mm. because I think I'm probably not going to use it. If I do use it, it's probably not going to be for a long time. And if, A big storm comes up. I'll suffer through it. The
1: bad thing about those super thin rain jackets is, is if you got a short sleeve shirt on because you're normally you're wearing that in the summer, it pretty much feels like you're soaking wet. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because because it's cold and it's cold on your skin and it's like, well, what's the point? I'm like, you can take off your jacket and you feel your skin and it's like not wet, right? But it it almost feels like it. It like Mm -hmm. the cold. It doesn't really block the cold.
0: Right. Yeah. No. And that's same thing with. Well, a lot of these jackets that are becoming so breathable, they, the downside to it is that they're so breathable that they don't trap heat. So yeah. like Neo shell, for example, I don't like skiing in NeoShell. I don't like using Neo shell for cold weather stuff unless I am hiking hard. Um, because it's just cold. Like I'd prefer to ski in Gore-Tex cause it helps keep the heat in a little better. Yeah. I sweat more in Gore-Tex, but if I'm at, at a resort or whatever. So what? like I'm yeah. i'm on riding lifts and stuff but if i'm during the summer i don't like gore-tex it's too warm i love neo shell because it doesn't trap the heat it blocks the rain it blocks most of the wind um but it doesn't trap the in, and so it's more comfortable for the warmer weather so that kinetic plus neo shell jackets some of those types of things are great for the summer but I still usually, as a hard shell, usually prefer Gore-Tex in the winter.
1: Yeah. That's kind of a good, good general rule. So Yeah.
2: Um, same thing.
0: But, Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do you guys have some uh, backpacking trips planned for this summer? What's your next one, Chase?
2: Uh, We're heading to the Wind Rivers in two weekends. Nice. So, yeah, it should be fun. I just heard a report yesterday but there's still a lot of snow in the Wind Rivers, so our route may change, but so, we'll see.
0: I, I just called the ranger station a couple weeks ago because we were going to head up to the Wind Rivers. We didn't. We ended up heading down south to the desert because the there's supposed to be a snowstorm coming in and yeah. we didn't want to take the kids out in the snowstorm. But um, they said that pretty much their lowest trailhead is the Boulder Lake Trailhead or something like that. And they said there's one lake that was like a mile from the trailhead that you could access, but everything else was still under snow. <laughs> now, that was well, like two weeks ago, probably. So it's, Yeah, but that's a lot of snow. That yeah. is a lot of snow. But it's melted out, I'm sure, a lot since then. But I bet there's still, especially in the higher elevations. Yeah, were yeah. you going to go um, um, like Circuit of well, the Towers area again?
2: No, we did that last summer. Um, we were thinking of Albion um, and then... There's a couple other places up north that I was looking at going to, but nothing's nothing's secured. I was going to try and lock it down, but then I heard, good luck. (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see.
0: We're heading, um, oh, I guess in two weeks we're going to the Sierras for a bike race.
2: Oh, Um, yeah, that big, gnarly, crazy, long bike race. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and then two weeks after that, my wife and I were going to see if we could find a babysitter and go on a little... Outing just the two of us, <clears throat> so we can cover more miles and carry less weight and stuff. We are going to try and hit the Wind Rivers if possible. So I'm curious to hear your report well, if you yeah. get, if you end up going. I want want to know how much snow we're, there is. We're
2: hoping to do it, but we'll we'll see. We're going somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know where.
1: <laughs>
0: cool. You have anything,
1: Brandon? That not on not on the calendar no. Yeah. No, but I need desperately need to because I didn't. I don't oh. think I backpacked last summer, which is. Crazy which is because weird because that's I mean, normally that my was, thing yeah that's, yeah um yeah. so i don't really and i don't know what happened it just came it was so hot too i don't know wow, what
0: happened. that's well and, and i'll have to say that with the family and stuff you do more car camping and stuff like that yeah. it's kind of harder to and get both, away
1: uh, i mean both of us work so the scheduling is it's yeah. not easy but um uh I'm getting excited for it now because, you know, like you know, we were up at Snowbird this weekend and the it's the rivers are raging up high. I mean, right. mm-hmm. snow's melting fast, and so it's like, okay, now the snow snow's melting. Like, let's let's get on the high country.
0: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, so um, this year, normally in the spring and, and early summer, we have a ton of interest in stand up paddle boards, and um, and that hasn't been the case this year because we've had well. so much snow. The water's been cold and it's been such a mild summer mild spring and summer the temperatures have been low so we finally got some warm weather here in utah it's now in the high 80s and low 90s and stand-up paddleboarding boarding is becoming more popular so on our next episode we're going to talk a little bit about what you need for stand-up paddleboarding boarding and and just kind of the basics of that my favorite so, sport nice <laughs> So, um, thanks for listening to the gear 30 podcast and, um, you can follow gear 30 on Instagram at gear underscore three zero. And you can also check out gear 30 on our website. That's spelled out G E A R T H I R T Y.com. It's gear 30.com. And you can see all the, all the cool, unique gear that we sell. And, um, we'll see you guys all on the next episode.
2: See you out there.
0: Thanks for joining us today for the Gear 30 podcast. Gear 30 is a specialty outdoor retail store at the foot of the Wasatch Mountains in Ogden, Utah. Like us on Facebook, follow and interact with us on Instagram at gear three zero, and visit our website, gear30.com, for amazing deals on the best outdoor gear around. That's gear30 spelled out, G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, leave us a review, comment, ask questions, and participate.